taking photos. Um, do it because you love it. Take photos of the things that you really enjoy. Welcome to another episode of the Epic Montana Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Sheridan. On today's show, I'm joined by Rebecca Hollis, owner and founder of Rebecca Hollis Photography and director at Epic Labs Montana. So today on the Epic Montana Podcast, I'm joined by Rebecca Hollis of Rebecca Hollis Photography, and she is also the director at Epic Labs. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So to start out, just tell me a little bit about you and... Um, your journey to getting to Montana? Yeah, I grew up in northern Wisconsin. Um, lots of lakes, lots of trees. Um, and then I started my college career in Madison, went to school for nutrition and hated every second of it. So I moved out west. My husband uh, was in Coeur d'Alene at the time and joined him there and was working in a hospital there when one of my coworkers asked me to do some pictures of her son because she had seen some of the work that I had done. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and then it's just grown from there. Made yeah. a website and got going. So, so. it started out like the pictures that she saw that was just like hobby photography? Yeah, yeah. So I had taken photography in high school, did yeah. darkroom, all that fun, you know, and always enjoyed it. But my family was a little bit more of the arts can't be a profession type, oh. um, you know, and so kind of encouraged me to find a different route. And then, yeah. What did you, uh, what would, what did you shoot on first? Uh, Nikon, Nikon D700 digital. Nice. So, yeah, yeah. When I kind of first got going um, after I moved to Coeur d'Alene. So, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So what are some of the services that you provide? What are some of the different things that you provide for photography? I mainly do weddings. Hmm. Um, I do some portraiture and family, um, but weddings is my bread and butter. Yeah. Um, it's what I do best from the standpoint of providing great um, customer service and being involved and really knowing my craft. And yeah. I do well with being under pressure. Mm -hmm. So, um, you kind of need that personality to be able to do a wedding. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah. So do you, uh, you shoot on manual now, right? Yep. So I shoot film. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I have a medium format. My main bodies are contact 645s. Um, so they just have, more of a life to the photos, yeah. um, a little bit more of an organic quality. It's an mm. actual, you know, chemical process that's happening. Yeah. Um, and when I was shooting digital, I was always trying to make it look like film anyway. Yeah. So at a certain point, it was like, well, just, you just go this. back to film. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's the process like in, like, acquiring film, shooting a film, and then transitioning it so you can like send it like on a pdf and stuff like that What's yeah that process like so i order all my film in from new york from b and h um it's a popular photo video store out there um they still make it yes they still make film yeah. <laughs> um and then um you know i shoot the wedding or whatever i'm photographing and then i ship it off to my lab um they've got color preferences for me and i've worked with them for years now so um we just have that good relationship developed um so they know what i'm looking for and how i shoot and um, what i want in my scans 
Um, and I do send my film with a little GPS tracker so that, yes, just in case so that, you know, um, if for some reason it's delayed, I can find out where that was delayed and, and we can get to it again. Um, yeah, which is great. And then my lab digitally scans them. Mm -hmm. I get them via, you know, just cloud storage. Yeah. And then I do final cleanups, um, which is pretty minimal with film, and uh, put them in an online gallery for my clients. So where is this lab? It's in Oregon. Okay. So it's PhotoVision. They're amazing. Big shout out to my lab. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's one of the closer ones to here. There's mm-hmm. some others around the nation, and there's some internationally as well. But um, I just started with them, and... They How do a great job. Get that connection. Uh, research. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly that. online research. Yep. Yep. Research some other, um, you know, film photographers that I admire and looked at who they use and, you know, kind of their style. And yeah, just thought that PhotoVision was going to be the best option for me, and they have been. So, nice. yeah. What are some of the cool experiences or like shots that you've gotten from? You know, because you've shot around the world, not just around the state or the country. So what are some cool experiences that your photography business has brought you? Yeah, um, probably one of the most unique ones was going to Abu Dhabi in the United Arab Emirates to photograph a wedding. Um, So we were in the middle of the desert, like... You know, I had never really experienced that before. I'm used to at the end of sand, there being a body of water close by. (laughs) That you can see. Yeah, that you could see. Um, So it was was amazing. And it really lent itself to some beautiful imagery and just something different, um, which is always good. It's good to be inspired constantly and have kind of that changing environment to you know, be doing that. And there were camels, which who doesn't love camels? Um, they're full of water. Yeah. And they're, they're just odd creatures, yeah. you know, Especially they, they don't spit on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, horrifying. yeah, they just, they don't look like they should move as quickly as they do, yeah. but, um, yeah, so that's been great. Um, I've done work in Italy, which is beautiful. And then, you know, just the state of Montana, being from Wisconsin originally, mm-hmm. everywhere has its own beauty. Um, and Montana, I really love capturing kind of the epic, not to, you know, tie it in too not much. To plug or anything but like that. yeah, nothing like that. Um, those epic views. And a lot of my clients are from out of state and yeah. coming here for a destination wedding. Oh. Yeah. And so getting them those grand views that, you know, is the pull for them to get married in Montana is really important to me. It's interesting. So. I didn't realize that Montana was a destination yeah. wedding. Yeah, with site. like glacier yeah, and sure. yeah, whitefish. There's a lot up there and those lack men- of people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. For now anyway, there's lack of people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so you have a pretty big social media following on like Instagram yeah. um, and Facebook. What, like how did you grow your business through social media or did the social media come with having like good images? Yeah. So I'm older <laughs> and so when I first started my business, Instagram wasn't even a thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just kind of getting on social media. That was about all that I did. Yeah. Um, most of my growth has been through my website. A lot of people find me there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then word of mouth 
has been big, and then I've been published, which is really great, too. Where have you been published? Um, so there's multiple international magazines, um, online, nationally, and internationally. So kind of all over the no place. No big deal. Just another, just another Friday. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, then when Instagram t- came out, obviously because it's a photo platform, you know, as a photographer, it's great. Um, so that's just kind of developed organically. Um, I've done some takeovers for like my lab. I did a takeover, you know, and that kind of pulls people in. And then when you're published, they u- utilize my photos too, to promote the publications and that sort of thing. So it just kind of developed organically. Yeah. So. so when did your photography business start? About 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, an elusive start just because it was like, oh, sure, I'll do photos for you. And then I'll do photos for your friend and then friend of a friend. And it just kind of developed organically, which I'm really fortunate for. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, it's, you know, when I actually, you know, put the website in place and got all of my ducks in a row, it was about 10 years ago. Yeah. So. But the name was already out there. Yep. That's interesting because a lot of businesses and photography businesses too, a lot of times where it's, it's people that don't really have a clientele and then use, you know, social media to push out to get clients. So it's interesting to hear the opposite. Of yeah. It. It's like, oh, we had word of mouth first and then it became a big thing and then social media came along organically. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just not very common nowadays. So that's cool. Yeah. It's not. And, um, I realized that I'm really fortunate to have been able to build it that way. So what are some photography tips that you have to just the amateur photographer? Yeah. Um, just keep going out and taking photos. Um, do it because you love it. Take photos of the things that you really enjoy. Um, you know, cause a lot of people will ask me to do, you know, some, you know, kind of random photography, like headshots or mm-hmm. something like that. And that's just not where my passion lies. Yeah. And so then it's really hard to produce photos that I'm proud of when it's not something that I'm super passionate about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, you know, really finding where, where you fit into the photography world. So if you love doing landscapes, go out and shoot more landscapes. If you love doing weddings, you know, um, interning or shadowing is a great way to kind of figure out if that's something you want to do. Yeah. Um, I've had some interns that, you know, have really developed into great businesses on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, and others who, after spending a summer doing weddings, was like, Mm-mm, no, yeah. weddings are not for me. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. So we'll tie in this business to your other business. So you're the director <laughs> of uh, Epic Labs Montana. So can you tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Yeah. So Epic Labs is a student-run marketing agency, and we're offering affordable marketing services to Blackstone Launchpad clients. Um, so Paul Gladen, the director of Blackstone Launchpad, um, kind of noticed a hole in the market where a lot of the people that were coming in to talk to him were needing marketing services, but they're not quite at the stage yet where they can afford the big firms in town. Yeah. Um, so he uh, talked to me about getting this started up. Um, especially since I've already started a business, I kind of know the ropes a little bit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've just been growing from there and we've got a lot of support from the community, which is great. So what are some of the services you provide other than just marketing? So within the marketing world, um, I mean, it's everything from 
doing a brand identity. So, you know, getting your logo, getting any design elements, um, with that fonts, colors, um, websites, SEO, um, analytics from kind of just, um, doing different marketing ads and, you know, reading site data and everything that way to understand the Mm -hmm. market a little bit better. Um, yeah, doing different graphics, um, copy. So yeah, kind of a, a wide variety of things. And we've got some really talented students on board. Um, and you know, since we're in our early stages, we're kind of starting there. And then I think, you know, as time goes and as we find needs for other things, we'll be also filling those as well. Yeah. So now, right now, it's just kind of targeted, and then eventually, hopefully, it'll be this kind of self-sustaining entity yep. that's identifiable. Yep, exactly. Was your experience as a photographer, do you think, um, as far as, like, the marketing that you did for there has made it easier to get Epic Labs off the ground so quickly? Yeah, um, I always tell people that photography is 10% fun, and actually taking the photos and the other 90% is running a business. Um, if you can't run a business well, you know, it doesn't really matter what you're doing with it. You know, it's, it's not going to succeed and, you know, be nurtured and do well. So, um, so kind of having that and I mean, I've worn all hats while running my business. Um, it's just me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it just, it gives me a good perspective on where to start on what things need to be thought about. Um, and I'm still learning too, even with Epic labs, you know, there's always things that come up that I'm learning, you know, just from running a different kind of business, um, and dealing with different situations. So it's a great opportunity for me to learn too. Yeah. So what are some of the differences in the startup process between kind of your independent business and a business that's going to have a lot of employees? Yeah. So, um, obviously with employees payroll, um, you know, and just getting that figured out. Um, and I am big on wanting to make sure that not only our clients have a really great experience, but that the employees do too, because Mm -hmm. they're all students. And I want to make sure that they're getting, you know, really good resume building experience and something that's going to help them. And I want to kind of help them grow and be nurtured. So, you know, thinking of ways for that to happen, um, and, you know, just making sure that there's enough work, especially at this phase, you know, as we're just starting, we've got a few clients and, you know, we're building, so I don't think I have to worry about it as much as I do, Mm -hmm. but I do want to make sure that, you know, everybody's well taken care of. Um, so that's a big thing. And then, um, you know, just, Like I said, with photography, it was such an organic growth for me Mm -hmm. um, that it was just kind of a business that I fell into and kind of evolved around me versus Epic Labs. That's a little bit more like, okay, this is starting and now, you know, now we're pulling clients in. So it's it's just a little bit different perspective on that as well since I'm getting it going and then then getting everybody in. Yeah. Where do you see both of those businesses being within the next couple of years? Yeah. So, um, Epic labs, since it's student run and I'll be done in May with my MIS degree, which is management information systems. Um, you know, I'll be finding a successor and passing it along to them. Um, so I mean, 
there's nowhere to go but up with mm-hmm. it. Um, I think it's going to grow a lot and be a really good um, staple for the university. Mm-hmm. Um, for students to get paid real-world work experience, for the startups and small businesses in town to get the marketing services that they need, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of that nurturing so that they can make money and then go afford, you know, the big firms in town. That's our hope. Yeah. Um, with photography, um, it's something where I absolutely love what I do, mm-hmm. but I am cutting back on it because I, you know, miss having my weekends a little bit in the summertime when it's nice here. Yeah. Um, I'm married, so spending time with my husband and having weekends again, um, he's got a traditional Monday through Friday job. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I'm I'm fortunate that I get to be really choosy about what clients I work with and make sure that I'm the right match for them um, with aesthetic and personality and that they're the right match for me, too. Mm-hmm. So. so looking back on your entrepreneurial journey so far, um, what advice would you have wanted to have maybe from your future self or from someone else? Um, that you would also want other people just starting out to know? Yeah. Um, one is to just breathe. It's a lot of work. Um, and the work never stops, Hmm. you know, um, there's always work to be done tomorrow. There's always a list 10 miles long that needs to get done and that never goes away. Mm -hmm. So finding a balance, um, I make sure as much as possible when my husband and I are together to not be working because that's our time together. Um, and because there is always work to be done, you know, it's sometimes hard to stop yourself, but just setting up those realistic expectations for clients, Mm -hmm. um, so that they know when things are going to be delivered and available, um, so that you can have a life on top of running a business. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that gets lost in the, for the traditional entrepreneur. It's like, well, I always need to be working. I always need to be working. And then you get to where you want to be and you're like, oh, I wish I had spent more time doing stuff with people or just, you know, having time for yourself. Yeah. Building relationships and keeping those alive too. Cause those are the people that get you through the tough times too. When you're, when you're starting something up and if things aren't going right or mistakes been made, you know, those are the people you rely on. Uh, we used to ask all guests like some mental health practices, you know, means of therapy through yourself or through others. Um, that gets you through the business world, entrepreneurial world, just living. Um, so yeah. are there any that you have? Yeah. Um, meditation is awesome <laughs> um, to just kind of help you get back to center a mm. little bit. Um, when you feel like you're being pulled in a bunch of different directions, it's sometimes hard to think about why you started um, and why you love what you're doing. So meditation kind of helps you just get back to that center a little bit and, yeah. and find yourself again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and along with that yoga, um, yeah. that sort of thing and exercise. Um, but yeah, in, I mean, it is hard sometimes to not feel a little bit beaten up yeah. by your business. Um, you know, sometimes clients aren't happy and sometimes there's situations you have to deal with. Um, so just taking a break Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, just feel that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always feel like 
um, situations with conflict are great learning opportunity for me and for the person that I'm in conflict with. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, just taking it as that instead of taking it personally, which is really hard and something I still work on. So it's really easy to (sighs) let that happen. Yes. Yes. It's one of the hardest things that I found to do is just like the separation. It's supposed to be the easiest thing. Yeah. And it's, you know, easy to tell yourself, but when you're actually in, you're like, uh, yeah, I've taken it like this hurts. Why? I, um, I had a photography client once who they weren't super thrilled with their, um, portrait photos during Mm -hmm. their wedding day. And it was, you know, a lot of circumstances that kind of combined to just make it a really tough portion of the day for shooting. Um, and I was heartbroken when Mm -hmm. I got the email because, you know, it's a wedding, it's a once in a lifetime thing for them. And I wanted, you know, only the best for them. So I remedied it by giving them a free portrait session. Mm -hmm. Um, they got dressed up again and we took photos in a really awesome location and, you know, we had time to really, you know, be creative with it. Um, you know, but it's still something that I think about years later. Um, every time just because that was something that really impacted me and, and how I felt about how I was doing my job. Uh, so how can people find you on social media for your photography and for yeah. Epic Labs? Um, so my photography handle for Instagram is at Rebecca Hollis Photography. My website is RebeccaHollis.com. And my name is spelled R-E-B-E-C-C-A-H-O-L-L-I-S. Um, you know, and from my website, you can find me on Facebook. Um, and I have a Pinterest on there. I don't do Twitter because I'm not that... Um, smart with my words. So <laughs> you don't have to be anymore. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not witty enough, I guess, but, uh, and for Epic Labs, um, you can find us at epiclabsmt.com and our Instagram handle is Epic Labs, E-P-I-C-L-A-B-S. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you liked this one or any of our others, be sure to rate and subscribe on whatever podcast repository you use. Thanks for listening. Do you love Montana? The Montana Shop does, and it carries the most Montana brands online. From where your roots and up top to the Montana scene and many more, the Montana Shop is the perfect place to find a gift for every proud Montanan. You can find them at themontanashop.com and listeners of this podcast can save 10% by using the coupon code EPICMT. It's a great deal on great Montana merch. Again, shop at themontanashop.com and use coupon code EPICMT at checkout for 10% off. It has been said many times that confidence is the key to success. From the Ground Up is a sock company that allows you to wear that confidence with these cheeky, whimsical socks that pay homage to some of society's boldest, confident, and powerful icons. You can conquer the world in a pair of Maryland's or be the boss with a pair of Winston Churchill's. I have a few pairs myself, and I can confidently say that they are the most comfortable and durable socks I've ever owned. Listeners of the Epic Montana podcast will receive a 15% discount with the coupon code EPICMT at checkout. You can purchase your pair on ftgusocks.com. Music from today's podcast was provided by freesound.org and freemusicarchive.org. 
Thank you to the artists Ryan Little, S. Krasovsky, Stereo Surgeon, and Ben Stone for the show's music.